0: to be wild hello and welcome back everybody to born to be wild we are doing our united in Stormwind card review show from a wild perspective uh, I, I am here today hanging out with electric sheep city hydra was with us for the bulk of the set review and had to run earlier in the day so we we're finishing up without him unfortunately but uh that is okay. Uh, we've got all of his notes and we'll get all of his scores uh, for later on. And uh, y'all are stuck with the two of us.
1: So uh, let's jump into Shaman. Yeah. So we are starting Shaman out with an investment opportunity. I uh, promise it's an MLM. Uh, so investment opportunity is a one man <laughs> spell with overload or blah, blah, blah. It doesn't have overload, but it draws an overload card. So uh, it does not have overload itself. Tutor draw draws an overload card. Tutor draw is powerful. But I think that most of the decks that we're going to be playing this in, uh, most the majority of our deck is overload or overload synergies. In that case, is this necessarily important for the tutor draw? Um, in that case, do we want to... Um, you know, just run regular draw, like um the two mana draw two with overload. like, yeah, that would be even better. Um, so i I see a lot of possibilities in this. Mm-hmm. Um, Blue in particular uh, is going to make uh, this work in big shaman, which makes a lot of sense. Um, but the the main place that I see that this is kind of going for is that kind of aggro overload shaman, which we already have things that we'd rather do. Um, And uh, so in that case, it's kind of a little bit more of a a standard card for that, but I would love to be proven wrong. (laughs) What do you think, Nate? Yeah. Yeah. So in big
0: shaman, it, it'll draw um, ancestral knowledge, which is the two mana draw two, overload two. So, you know, if you're trying to refill or whatever, that's cool. Um, There's also some AoE. There's always potential for like overload aggro shaman. And we've got a couple other cards in this set that support that archetype. I think it's interesting, you know, shaman historically has kind of lacked draw. There's just not that much draw. Uh, We've got ancestral knowledge. um, And then there was the other one that was a draw card, reduced the mana cost. Uh, But that's about it. Like there's not a lot of draw for shaman. So it's I don't see it as a bad thing. I mean, you got to put it in the right deck. And so right now in Shaman, we've got several archetypes, you know, there's Murlocs, there's big Shaman, and then there's a whole slew of like Galakron variants. There's the Reno version, and there's like the elemental version. And, uh, you know, there's some stuff, you know, the different Galakrons, depending on what you want to run. And, and so, but like draw for Shaman is good. Uh, Then it's like, okay, well, what overload cards are you putting in your deck? So I don't think it's bad. In fact, I think it probably finds a home in a handful of the decks, but I'm just not quite sure where. Um, So, you know, I'm hopeful, but I sort of agree with Blue Train. Like, we need to test it out and see. And maybe it finds a home and maybe it gets cut, depending. Mm -hmm. But I I see the potential.
1: Yeah, so as for the ratings, I'm thinking that we probably, after testing it out, probably end up cutting it, just because the uh, ones that have a density of overload cards, most of the cards are overload, and this is just spend one mana to cycle. Um, and in the other ones, it's their other kind of tutor draw that, that we maybe would rather do. So I'm gonna go with a two, cause it's a, a powerful card. I mean, tutor draw always is. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I think at the end of the day, we probably cut it.
0: What do you think, mate? Yeah, I give it a two as well. You know, it just depends what you put it in. And so like, you know, like Danny's saying, if, if you've got a specific card that you're looking for, but like a lot of these decks run, you're either running a lot of overload or like no overload. And so, right. you know, if I use this as a specific tutor, like that's where I see it working in Big Shaman. Like, cool. This is like draw your draw card and but um you know maybe yeah okay it's a build around okay yeah draw doom hammer uh you know there's there's definitely potential there's definitely potential but i i i want to play with it and see what it's all about first so i feel pretty comfortable with the two referencing like fringe play and hey if it's better than we
1: think that it's going to be then i will be happy about that oh yeah Whenever Shaman is good, typically the is in a pretty good place. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's evolved. <laughs> that brings us to Canal Slogger. So Canal Slogger is a 4 mana, 6-4 elemental minion with Rush and Lifesteal and Overload of 1. Uh, so this is... Basically five mana, you can just get it out a little early. You, know, you pay the the final mana later um, for a six four rush with life steal. What,
0: <laughs> dude? I, I this is an oh. interesting card. This is this is a real interesting card. Like, if you compare this to um, like Ziliax or something, like okay, it doesn't have the divine shield, but like four mana heal for six, six? <laughs> and and kill you know another minion and like i don't like you hey maybe we potentially throw this into big shaman i don't know like the lifesteal is really valuable if there's a bunch of aggro like i don't know i don't know i wish that frankly it was like the stats were switched like it was a four six because it feels like it's easy to kill but then again if you're they're having to run stuff into it then you're healing if they're having mm-hmm. to use removal spells on it, then that's removal that they're not using on your face. So I, I don't see a lot of downside and the overload of one is not that bad. Like historic Shaman stuff, this would be like overload two at least.
1: Oh yeah. So, yeah. Um, I get the sneaking impression that whenever Shaman was, uh, but before the mini set, whenever Shaman was uh, a little bit, you know, in the dumps and standard, cause that's what they designed for, for obvious reasons. Um, this was one that they were like, "Okay, if the mini set doesn't cure that, this will." Um, and the mini set cured that, and they still printed this one anyway. So, uh, yeah, Elemental Shaman's gonna be really good in Standard. I think this might even see a nerf. Oh, dude, um, Elemental Shaman
0: <laughs> is almost too good in Standard right now because you just play cards yeah. on curve, and they have really strong battle cries, and like, there's no issue. You know, we had complained early on about. Oh, it says you have to play an elemental last turn, but like in standard, it's so easy to do that. And where it's tricky in wild, uh, like I had played some elemental Galakron Shaman with Jordan and we had legend with it. Like it's, it was good, but there's half the number of elementals because you're running the Galakron support cards. And so they're just harder to trigger where That's- in standard like it's so easy to trigger and like this is a good
1: card and standard is a lot more mid-range just in general right now yeah um not a bad thing um that fits really well with an elemental style deck in general so it makes sense that it's a little bit more powerful especially right now so uh canal slogger, it's gonna definitely make the cut in most things um i don't know if i quite want to give it a five just because i don't think that in wild in particular it's going to be meta defining but like we're gonna play it Mm -hmm. and it's gonna be nerfed but it's gonna probably be nerfed for standard so I'm, i'm gonna go four yeah um but it's like a super strong four for me how about you, name?
0: Yeah, yeah, I feel like four is strong, like cause, because I don't. It'll be nerfed for standard. Like I don't see, like if we look at the existing archetypes that are strong and wild, we're talking like Reno Shudderwalk, we're talking Murlocs, we're talking some Galakron stuff, and like this doesn't fit in super great. You know, I mean, it's a really solid card, and hey, maybe this creates like maybe Elemental is good. A like, Floop is saying that you know he's got in top one k legend with. Uh, like a mid-range elemental build and like this definitely fits in something like that. Oh yeah. (laughs) Um, For sure. You know, and I, I, if I'm playing an aggressive deck or something like you can't let this live because it heals too much. Mm -hmm. And with the rush, like it's an immediate, like four mana heal six, like that's legit, really good. So I give it a four and I feel pretty strong about that. I, I struggle a little bit to find its home, but there will be a place
1: so yeah yeah, seems good seems good one of those places may or may not be spirit alpha so spirit alpha is a four mana two five minion that reads after you play a card with overload summon a two three spirit wolf with taunt um i couldn't find anywhere where the uh art or, or whatnot for the spirit wolves were but i'm assuming it's you know the exact same as the previous spirit wolves so mm-hmm. a two three with taunt and um the beast tag um i mean four mana two five is a little underwhelming um but the effect is amazing <laughs> if you play a lot of overload cards then oh hey look you have a board and odds are that you just either dealt with your opponent's board or dealt a lot of face damage while building your own board. That's pretty kicking rad. Um, it may be a little too slow for our format, though. Um, yeah, that's what
0: I struggle with. It's like, where does it go? I like it. You know, I see this, like, there's a du- in duels where it says, like, your overload cards don't overload you. Like, sweet, let's play this and play a whole bunch of overload cards and get all these two, three taunts and not have to pay the overload cost. But. I struggle with it in in Wild. That being said, like, okay, if I play Tunnel Trog and it's getting buffed up and and I can keep generating these two, three taunts to like protect my little dudes over here. Yeah, maybe that's good. I guess it, like it potentially creates some new archetype in this like Overload Shaman that Aggro Shaman with a bunch of Overload cards is a thing. It's, it's tricky and it's fringe, but we see some support. And we've got uh, a couple of uh, upcoming cards, at least one, like that overdraft card uh, Mm -hmm. could, could, you know, fit into all of this in a pretty nutty way. So, you know, it it feels a little bit slow. Is this going to live? Do I have to play this and a, and an overload card with it at the same time to make sure that it survives? Like, yeah, maybe this, this is definitely one of those that has like soft taunt, right? Because you, you, if you leave it, you're gonna regret leaving it. So I you know, the potential is there and I just struggle with how fringe it's gonna be. But it the the effect is powerful, no doubt.
1: Yeah, I think at the end of the day, the um there will probably be a standard version of the um overload aggro shaman and a wild version. Mm-hmm. And in the conversion from wild to standard some of the cards that Standard can't play because they don't have access to them, uh, they'll slot in Spirit Alpha instead and feel pretty good about it a lot of the time, particularly since it's a m- more mid-range format. Um, so if we see it played in Wild, like I don't think it's a bad card. It's a powerful effect. It's just a little expensive. So for Wild, I'm going to give it A2. Same. About you, Nate?
0: Yeah, same, same. And I I just say, because it's fringe, you know, it doesn't doesn't look bad. It looks good. I just, I, I, the deck itself, like, I feel like there's stronger shaman archetypes. So
1: completely agreed. So that brings us to auction house gavel auction house. Gavel is a two mana, two, two weapon. After your hero attacks, reduce the cost of a battle crime minion in your hand I won. So giving something a Thorsan tick, odds are if you're playing this, you're playing, you know, something like a Shutterwalk Shaman to where that's actively useful. You're essentially paying for the gavel itself with that. So it's basically a free two mana 2-2 two, two, um, as long as it actually gets the discounts. You don't get to choose which Battlecry it goes on, so it may or may not go on to anything Uh, that you really want to weave in because you're probably running a lot of Battle Cries. Um, I don't think that we're probably playing this a whole lot just because the the decks currently that that would benefit from this are so tight that why would they then want to include cut something to include a weapon that just discounts things that it's already got. Um, So I... I don't know that we really have a whole lot of a place for it in wild, um, but it's not a bad card. <laughs> what yeah, do you think, Nate? Yeah, I, I, the the sticking
0: point for me is that it reduces the cost of a random battle cry minion in your hand, and so if I'm playing any sort of Galakron, Shudderwalk, whatever, like there's going to be more than one battle cry minion in my hand, and if it hits the wrong one, like okay, by the time I play this like what if it hits a one drop and now it costs zero? like uh I, th- that doesn't really help me out that much like I'm already I want it to hit you know the six man one so now it's five or whatever so I can play something the next turn and so you know the the wacanol hammer that buffs a, a card like that feels better to me if I'm going to run a weapon mm-hmm. and like you said like the battle cry decks are pretty tight this pays for itself that's the thing if so I get a net mana reduction of two, but I pay two for the weapon, so it evens out, so why play it if I follow that <laughs> logic trail, right? So it just seems like hey, it's cool. And gay hey, gets the gavel house. Yeah, that's neat. And reduce hey gavel house reducing the cost. Uh, that's cute. Like it's very stormwind, but I I just like why?
1: Yeah i mean i can use a
0: weapon to to take out my opponent's minion so that i preserve my minions like i understand that type of thing but like i don't really want to cut something to stick this in for a net like zero mana reduction
1: yeah so at the end of the day i think auction house gavel is perfectly playable but i don't know why you would want to um it doesn't have anti-synergy in fact it could very well benefit things so instead of giving it a one for me it's a two <laughs> what about
0: for you yeah i was kind of wavering between a one and a two uh i'm ending up with a one just because like whack feels better for now and like i don't know like if it said reduced by two okay okay hey, now we're talking but it's reduced by one and i you know because there's no net reduction it doesn't seem worth it to me So yeah, yeah, who knows? I mean, maybe there's something in, in the future that makes it better or something, but you know, if, if it had the durability was a three or a four, maybe, um, but that seems too generous, right? Maybe a two, two mana two, three would make it maybe worthwhile, but yeah. All right, let's move on.
1: Cool. That brings us to charged call. Charge call is a three mana nature spell, That reads, discover a one-cost minion and summon it. Upgraded for each overload card you played this game. So this could be a three-mana, discover a 10, 12, (laughs) whatever. Cost uh, minion and summon it. (laughs) What does it cap at? Do you know? I would imagine that it caps at 10, but if you go over 10 and eventually get to 20 I I think you're probably guaranteed the the mountain giant but I don't know for sure
0: yeah I don't know I I mean this is an upgrade card so that's kind of cool I like when they use older
1: mechanics Uh, and it doesn't need to be in your hand to happen either just over the game which is pretty cool that's the
0: redeeming quality of this card like with Hagatha's scheme, right? That's the one that does AoE and it builds when it's in your hand only. Like, that's kind of sad because it's like, well, if I draw this early, do I keep it and, and so that it can start growing? Um, where this is like, hey, you know, you, you draw it late game and it's potentially pretty beefy. But, like, I don't want to discover some random minion. Like, I don't know. It it has the potential to get big and it's cool. Yeah, I have three mana play a ten ten but like why it it the random factor especially in wild makes me
1: not want to play this so you say if you draw this late game blah 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 i say why are we in the late game well well <laughs> that's the, well that's the
0: thing and hey, you know maybe you even tempo this out you know if i've played a um overload cards on one and two or whatever like i you know could i play this on turn three turn four for a decent sized thing yeah maybe whatever um but like i don't know even then if i play it early say i've overload say i play it turn four and i've overloaded on turns one and turns two so this is three mana discover a three cost minion and summon it right like mm-hmm so a three mana three cost minion? Like, I just, like, play my three mana minion without this card. So I don't know. I mean, it's this is... I have a little scratching my head here. Like, why? I don't really like but it.
1: It's cool!
0: <laughs> but the art is so rad. I can't wait to see it in gold. That's how I feel. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I score it as a one.
1: Yeah. My... But it's cool is the, this is a Timmy card. We're going to see a Trollden video with somebody playing this and getting a cute, like getting an Alec here and going face for lethal. And it's going to be really cool. Yeah. But m- most people won't play this in their deck unless they're trying to get on that Trollden video. So for me, it, it's also one. Um, most people in wild the standard may be a diff- different uh, situation
0: yeah all right this next card i want to talk about because this this is this is something right
1: here this is incredible so the next card is granite forgeborn that's incredible (laughs) astonishing so granite forgeborn is a four mana four five elemental with a battle cry reduce the cost of elementals in your hand and deck Buy one. Dude,
0: when I first saw this, I thought it was a fan-made card. Like, I thought this was a... Yeah. I was like, this is not real. There's no way this is real. Like, n- <laughs> no. What? Like, your whole deck and your hand for four? Like, this is getting nerfed. There's no doubt about it in my mind. Like, that that this is impossibly good. I don't understand <laughs> how this was printed.
1: Yeah, th- this will make elemental shaman go from, you know, decent, playable and wild to perhaps even standard levels of good. Um this is incredible.
0: Well it like and the deck is good and standard right now. Like it's really like yeah. it's it's solid. And this is insane. Like the the reduce your entire deck and you can put this in two times. I I yeah, I, I, I don't have words I'm just I'm (laughs) shocked like I didn't think this was real when I saw it I thought this was someone's like hearthpone fan made (laughs) card and then the the, the feedback was going to be like oh no 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 it's too it's too good you can't do that like if it was reduced the cost of elementals in your hand by one it would be good but your entire deck like holy crap dude
1: yeah I uh I I think that a straight up elemental shaman and not just like an elemental Galakrond shaman but straight up elemental shaman will probably be played on the back of Granite Forgeboard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: No doubt. No doubt. I, I... This is bananas to me. Like, this is... And this creates, like, we don't really do a lot of Elemental Shaman in Wild. Uh, no. Or we haven't in ages. And so... Yeah. Yeah, Floop. Your baby's gonna get better. This this card is nutty. So...
1: so I don't even know. by our rating scale five is meta defining right
0: yeah i so, i sometimes blur those lines so i'm um, i'm giving granite forgeborn a
1: five. Oh, I yeah this, <laughs> gave,
0: this is an easy five for me this this <laughs> card is insane i like so, like somebody made a typo here or it slipped in without like i kept thinking like did they test this or <laughs> or who like is i don't i don't know this just seems crazy I don't understand any other class like could you uh the reduction of your entire deck like i I'm just flabbergasted by this whole thing so yeah, I gave it an easy five uh it seems pretty pretty like crazy good to me so
1: easiest five let's go. yeah so that brings us to overdraft. Overdraft is a one mana tradable shaman spell that reads. Unlock your overloaded mana crystals to deal that much damage. So this could be a one mana better than Pyroblast pretty easily because not only is it your mana crystals that are overloaded for this turn, but also your overloaded crystals for next turn.
0: Yeah. What? (laughs) Yeah. Like, and it can go face- like and wh- it what
1: can go face.
0: <laughs> the only funky thing with this is like okay, it's gotta go in the right deck. Like it just you don't just toss it into any shaman deck, right? Like we No This ends up it, in, in a like an aggressively based aggro shaman with a bunch of overload cards, but like you know, you're always gonna have I shouldn't say always, but if you're you're doing a bunch of overload stuff, like more often than not, you're gonna have one mana to spare the next turn. Like if you stack too much, maybe you have zero. But like, if you leave yourself with one for the next turn, this card is crazy good, and it's tradable. I the like I see zero downside. Um, it and
1: it, if you didn't leave yourself one mana, you can lightning bloom, which overloads you for two next turn and makes it even better. Whenever you overdraft this turn to free all your mana crystals. Dude,
0: (laughs) I like this and it potentially revives an archetype as well where, you know, aggro overload type shaman, like it saw a brief resurgence over the past set a little bit. It was very fringe, but like it was playable Um, and it was pretty fast and you had to try like you you had to be really proactive to not lose to it because it was just like face damage, face damage, face damage and uh, this is like yeah do a bunch of face damage and unlock all the overload like wow okay it's gonna create have like force us to create new decks around it but that's not a bad thing in fact honestly I think that's a good thing cool we got new stuff so this card is rad I can't wait to see the golden version they're gonna be like slamming the table it's pretty cool
1: yeah it's pretty great not gonna lie (laughs) yeah. <laughs> I may have cracked one of these in gold. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um I don't want to go back to back fives, but like I I, I think that this will have a very big resurgence in overload shaman and I think that that will kind of warp the meta around it, not necessarily it being like OP OP, but Here's another aggro deck. Here's a really good finisher that also happens to be good, even if it's not the finisher itself. It's just amazing to me. To me, overdraft, I, I'm, I think it's going to be a five. What about you, Nate? I'll give it a four. Give it a
0: four. I'm I'm not, I'm not quite as uh, like, I'm not sure where it all settles out, but it's, it seems Mm -hmm. very good to me. Like, it's so versatile use it on a minion use it on face unlocks all the stuff for one like in the past we had the something that did the same but it cost two and i think um dealt two damage yeah let me let me find the card real quick um okay so we had eternal sentinel that was two mana three two battle cry unlock your overloaded mana crystals And then what is the spell? Lava shock. Uh, Lava Lava shock Shock is a two mana deal two damage. Unlock your overloaded mana crystals. So this is deal X damage. Unlock your overloaded mana crystals for one. So Mm -hmm. it's just way better. Talk about power creep. (laughs) Oh, dude. Yeah. You unlock, unlock them all for one. Plus do that like X damage. Like this, this is some crazy setup. Because the overload spells are all good. So you just like face damage, face damage, face damage. And and then the opponent's like, oh, cool. Well, they can't do anything next turn at least. Haha, let me do 10 damage to you and unlock all my mana (laughs) crystals. Like,
1: wow. Okay. Which then lets me do more lava bursts straight to your face. (laughs) Right? Yeah, this is pretty crazy. So, yes. I go to four, but hey, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. That brings us to Tiny Toys. Tiny Toys is a six-mana, epic spell that reads: Summon four random five-cost minions. Make them two twos. Um So obviously, overload or sorry, not overload, evolve and um, revolve. Shaman um, got another tool. Um, but and I think in standard that might be a bit of an issue but in wild i think that this being 6 mana might make it to where it's not rampant <laughs> i don't know though cuz even if they don't evolve it four five fives with you know death rattles etc could be impactful but then of course the evolving them is what yeah. the issue actually is so if it's for six sixes that's just four six sixes and they're not two twos that's a bit more of an issue so how do they get there right either they preload something like a bog spine knuckles which is a five mana four two weapon um okay they had to spend their turn before not really doing a whole lot just equipping that um so hopefully we can kill them by then, or you know, prepare to control the the forthcoming board. Um, six damage or six mana is just a lot, and that's not a bad thing for something like this. We want it to be expensive, for that. Um, it's good. It's really good. Don't 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 try and think that I'm saying that it's not good and all that, but. It's slower, which I'm glad about. So, what do you think about Tiny Toys? I don't like it very much, actually. I so here's
0: here's my rationale for it is if you are requiring another card to make it good, then okay, then I have to draw into my Evolve Revolve. Um, I have to, or my Bogspire, or whatever. And, like, okay, that's that's doable, but, like, it's going to feel crappy when I don't draw into that. And if I just play this for four random five costs, then I have to, like, hope that they've got death rattles or something. And, hey, I, if, if, like, it, it just requires the setup, you know? And mm-hmm. so if it's done right, it, it's got potential uh there's definitely like high roll potential but there's a lot of low roll potential and evolve is one of those really fun mechanics where like hey let's roll the dice and see what happens and that's where this kind of lands for me like i'll play it for fun but i i think it would be like miserable to try to ladder with this because you just never know what you're gonna get i heard some people comparing it to Jandis, but like I don't know. Like, okay, so they're tutus, um. Like, okay, well, they better have a death rattle or something. Otherwise, it's just okay. I I've got four two twos for six, which is like
1: all right. Six mana, eight eight.
0: Yeah, I guess, and it's spread over four bodies. I like the art. I I remember when they were uh doing the, like the card teasers for the art, and it had. Is like zoomed up on the Anoyotron, and everyone was thinking like, "Oh, there's another Anoyotron." But if you look at the picture, it's got Ragnaros in the background. It's got Cthulhu in the background. It's got Barnes. Oh my gosh! If they would have zoomed up on Barnes and left Barnes as the <laughs> right, if they would have left People Barnes would have
1: as lost their mind, it would have been
0: so funny. Um,
1: and you know, I mean,
0: so there's some potential here, and I this card reminds me of one of those like yeah okay cool we're gonna see it on daily hearthstone moments or trolled in or one of those and like that's cool there's fun stuff i like evolve it's fun but like i don't know i i really struggle with this one it it feels like it has fringe potential to me so i scored it as a two for fringe because i of all the different shaman archetypes evolve to me seems like the weakest one so that's that's where I'm at with it,
1: yeah, and whenever evolve is not the weakest shaman archetype is typically whenever people complain about the meta because it's all high roll, and they're not wrong, so the fact that I was like, this is a good card it's because it will only see fringe play, um which is why it's a two for me as well. I really like the card, I think it's really strong, and I think that I'm glad that it's. At six mana.
0: Yeah, maybe. And you know what? If we get if we're wrong on this stuff, like happy to be but, proven wrong. You know, that's always oh yeah. that's always fun. So I my my crystal that's,
1: that's part of prediction. <laughs> my yeah, I was
0: gonna say my crystal ball only works half the time and even then it's it's a little faulty. So um and yeah, who knows, you know, when when the next round of uh cards like rotate to wild, will we get some potential unnerves that could change everything yes potentially so there's that Mm -hmm. all right well we've got the quest now or the quest line
1: yeah so the shaman quest line command the elements play three cards with overload reward unlock your mana crystals that's impactful cool so the next step is stir the stones play three cards with overload with the reward summon a 3 3 elemental with taunt. Okay. Then the next step is Tame the Flames. The quest line of play two more cards with Overload. The reward is Stormcaller Brucon. So Stormcaller Brucon is a 5 mana 7 7 with a battle cry. For the rest of the game, your spells cast twice. Um so Stormcaller Brucon is incredible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Playing overload cards seems like a thing that we can pretty easily do. Cool. I'm 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 with everything so far. Um the first reward, unlocking your mana crystals, cool. The second reward being summon a 3/3 elemental with taunt is just a head scratcher to me
0: <laughs> yeah i honestly i would have rather un- unlocked my mana crystals again
1: uh, uh-huh uh,
0: I yeah i don't know i don't know i will say the of all of the quest lines the art on these is my absolute favorite it's so rad and it's so colorful and it's so cool
1: it is incredible and the the fact that all of the the quest line steps are play that many cards So three plus three plus two is eight. So nine, including the quest line that only leaves you with 21 cards left in your deck. That's quite a few to, you know, then have the rest of of your spells cast twice at that point.
0: (laughs) You know, the only downside to that, and this seems pretty cool. I I don't know how viable it is. It seems really cool. The the tricky piece is going to be like, okay, cool. I play uh, lightning. You know, whatever, and like overload one, cool. It'll play it twice. Like I'll deal six damage and overload for two. Like the overload's going to stack also, and so it's not yeah. just like there's this caveat. So, the you know it's a double-edged sword. It's still, some potential. Like if the idea is, hey, this is a finisher, and I'm just going to dump my hand and just kill you from hand with all my spell dance, like my face spells. Okay okay. I don't know if it's going to work. We can try it. It feels like a standard thing to me. Maybe like by the time I've played all that many cards, if you're still alive, like I'm probably going to lose, but you know, (laughs) maybe not. It really is going to require us to unlock the overload though because if we're playing that many it's like hurry up slow down hurry up slow down and okay like i have um the uh, charged call no uh overdraft sorry i've got overdraft it'll unlock me but like I-, I might have to play some other overlock stuff or excuse me unlock your overload stuff if i want to make this work and not be super slow so i don't i don't know it requires like a build around which is where i struggle with it
1: so not only does this require a build around but the overload and then having to unlock them and then overload again and having to unlock them this whole quest line is bait. And bait is there because it's it looks delicious. It looks incredible. I mean, the the reward of the rest of the game, your spells cast twice, is awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. But getting there, eh. But yeah, it's total bait. Giga bait. I love it. It probably is. It probably is.
0: Because yeah, I agree with you. you. Look at it, and you're like, ooh. Oh, look at that reward is so good. And it's going to be so difficult to trigger and so slow. So whatever, whatever fun, fun factor. Uh, I scored it a one <laughs> and I, <laughs> a, and that was before we talked about it. And you know, the, the, the question is: Is the payoff worth the reward? And I think if I do it right, like you should just be dead by the time that I've got the reward completed. Blue train gives it a zero, so there you go. What do you? Yeah. What do you score it?
1: So not only that, but I have to pay five mana to get it. Right after I finish overloading a ton. Oof! <laughs> this this card is such bait that i'm giving it a two because people are going to play it because it's so enticing yeah yeah no it is it is is. it's not because it's that good it's people are going to play it to try and make it work because it's such bait
0: no i i mean we've had this conversation and i agree with you and i'm still tempted to try it i mean like not even joking so yeah i i right there right there with you all right, we've got one shaman card left. The the, the final legendary.
1: Yes, and the final legendary is Bolner Hammerbreak. Sorry, Hammerbeak. Bolner Hammerbeak is a two-mana one-four that reads, after you play a Battlecry minion, repeat the first Battlecry played this turn. So it only costs two, so you can easily weave this into turns per Particularly with something like lightning bloom, um, and of course, the biggest question that um, we have, and, and Blue Train and I were talking about this uh, in, in between segments, is whether the so if you play Bolner, mm-hmm. then you play a battle cry. That battle cry is the first battle cry minion that you played this turn. Mm-hmm. So you played that battle cry minion. You got the battle cry. And then after you play a battle cry man, you repeat the first battle cry. So does that mean that the very first one that you play, it has the brain effect? Oh,
0: I think so. Oh, so
1: I, I think so. I, my, my brain broke a little bit trying to think about that. I, I think so. And I think so specifically because it says after. If it said whenever, I don't think that it would but since it says after you get the battle cry effect and then Bolner's effect goes into effect mm-hmm. just for a ton of the word effect um, because it says after. So I, I believe so. And that makes Bolner hammer break bananas, complete bananas. <laughs> so no,
0: yeah, this will trigger multiple times in one turn. Right? So yeah. Yeah. Like you yeah. said, I, I've, I dropped this and, um, okay, like say I've got a, a plenty of mana, right? and I play mm-hmm. I play the I play this for two, and then I play uh for four more, I play granite uh forgeborn that reduces everything, and then I play some other random battle cry, you know, the one mana frog that gives me a sh- shaman spell, and then it does the granite forgeborn battle cry again, and like so if i keep playing battle cry cards it's going to repeat the first battle cry right Mm -hmm. and so there's some potential to break some things with this if it works like that which it sounds like it says repeat the first battle cry played this turn and it says after you play a battle cry minion like i've seen this mechanic work in battlegrounds with um uh the blue dragon whatever it's called where like you play a battle cry minion and it does this thing and like, so I, I think the mechanic works, like it'll just do the same thing over and over and over. And this could be pretty, pretty nutty, actually. Now it's got to go in a Battle Cry deck. So like, okay, it goes in Elementals, it goes in Galakron, it goes in um, Shutterwalk, but like those are pretty good decks. Yeah. And <laughs> And so why not? Like this card is, is, uh, and, and like stat it or it only costs two, you know, I'm surprised that they, like, this doesn't cost like eight or something, you know, <laughs> because this is going to get abused. I could see pretty easily. Yeah. And so this, the score on this is like, I gave it a four, but it might be more than that. It might be a five.
1: Yeah, I went with a five just because it's basically brand, but more brand, (laughs) right? Yeah. (laughs) It's brand, not even just like squared, but like way more than that. Because if I play Bolner, then I play uh, Granite Forgeborn. Everything gets discounted by two. And then I play another cheap elemental that has a battle cry. Everything gets discounted again. And then I have a lot of discounted elementals with battle cries in my hand that every time I play discount, all the elementals in my hand and my deck. That's insane.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You you can't see it, but I'm crying right now. (laughs) I don't know if they're happy tears or sad tears, but like, wow. Wow.
1: So uh, I don't think that's just a standard thing either. No, like I think elemental shaman on the back of, of course, granite forgeborn, but vulner hammerbeak is.
0: I get a. Gonna I, do it. Too. I'll give it a five <laughs> as well because I see, like, if if it works like that, I I could see this getting tweaked, like whether it's increase the mana cost or decrease the health or something. So yeah, this is this is a a thing for sure yeah infinite chain there's there's definitely some pretty crazy potential here so yep 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 all right everybody that's it for shaman for us so uh thank you all for watching thank you for listening and we will be back momentarily with warlock